The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Remax Metro Eastside. And this is Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. On a nice, beautiful Sunday. Oh, beautiful day. Where was this on Saturday where it was just I know. awful out? I know. Like My husband's birthday and you guys are out shrimping. Yeah. And you got the crud. Yeah, nasty weather. It was rough out there. But, but you got the shrimp. We got the shrimp, though. Yeah. Um, in fact, I had some for dinner last night. Did you? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. We we shared about, uh, let's see, we put eight per skewer. We had three skewers of shrimpies nice. with our big salad last night. It was pretty fantastic. Another one of those things that people in the outside of the Pacific Northwest just can't appreciate probably the, the, mm-hmm. the annual shrimping season. These aren't just tiny little shrimp. These are prawns. They're They're big. Yeah, but yeah. when you cook them, they shrink down a lot. Well, sure. There's always shrinkage there, but uh, so do little no shrimp. <laughs> so, no, these are, it's it's beautiful. And in Puget Sound this year, there was, the fishing season was one day. On mm-hmm. Hood Canal, the fishing season was four days, and that's it. And, yeah. and on those four days, each of those days, you only have four hours. So, yeah. Yeah. Pots. Well, we went with you two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Where we caught our limit, which yeah. was awesome. And then... I was trying not to have my feelings hurt that I wasn't invited Saturday. Oh, yeah. But, we... but it was good because I wanted my husband to have a guy's day, like get all you know macho and stuff because he oh, never there you gets go. to do that around me. Well, I, I, you could have come along. He, I thought he, he implied that you were busy working. So maybe that No, wasn't... I actually did end up working. I, yeah? I spent the whole day doing stuff for my business, but that was by choice and then that you know and it was oh, his yeah. birthday. So I I know. And so okay, you you posted that. That was that from yeah, this is Monday? from, uh, from uh, yesterday. Actually, I'm, I'm showing a, a video of, of uh, we had a hitchhiker in one of the shrimp mm-hmm. pots, which is about a, I don't know, maybe 8, 10-inch diameter octopus that was in there munching on the shrimp while we were busy trying to pull them on up. So, was there, of, Is there an opening that big in an that? An octopus can fit through I know the they can tiniest get through a hole. tiny little thing, oh. but... If they can fit their beak if through. If there's a way we can figure how to put that. Can you post that on Twitter? Sure. Well, maybe. Yeah. Here, I'll. You should post that here, on Twitter. Here's my phone. You do it. No. Okay. I'll yeah, do it during the break. It. We'll figure out how to do okay. that. So it yeah. is super cool because I saw you post that on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh man, look what I missed on the yeah, other day." We get but, those from time to time, and and yeah. uh, you know, but they're they're just really cool animals. Of course, they can color change and do all this sort of. I know, kind of stuff, which is so. really really yeah, cool. Yeah, but boy, yesterday I'm fascinated by them. Yesterday made up for a breezy, blustery Saturday, didn't it? Beautiful on the water. It was I'll just so take, nice I'll out. Take your word for that, because again. I was not invited on your boat. <laughs> but thank you Sorry. so much for rubbing it in. Oh, it's, well. it's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. Maybe you could rub it in for the folks who are in the studio here with us, right, too. Right. Let, let them right. know that. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of, why don't we, why yes, don't we welcome let's introduce our, our, our guests, guests for here. today? <laughs> get, so, it, get off your stupid boat. <laughs> so we have um, with us today Ross Hudseth and, Mary, and uh, his mom, Mary Hudseth. Welcome, if I'm pronouncing Hudspeth. that right. Hudspeth. 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 Yeah, don't let this guy do it. Right. We've been learning that. With <laughs> four generals brewing. So you're here today to talk about talk about the brewery? 
Yeah. And all that. Gee, dang, I got to talk about Is it actually considered a brewery or is it a tasting room? We are an actual brewery. Uh, We have a tasting room as well, which is part of uh, what the city of Renton required us to do, which is what you want to do anyway. Okay. We're going to get into that during our major time with you and uh, interview. Absolutely. Because I want to learn more. Because I remember when I first met you, it was kind of like, you what? You can't, (laughs) huh? It just didn't, it was not what I was expecting in terms of the setup, so I'm kind of I'm excited that you're you're coming in, uh, but was a tad confused. So we're going to make sure for anyone who's preparing for you being in town that they know what's coming. Indeed, good to know. Yes, absolutely good to down. know. Yes, absolutely. So um, okay, so we got Ross and Mary Hudspeth with us for Generals Brewing. But before we get to that. Right. You got any new information about market update I sure with do. rates? Yeah, well, the, the big word right now, Brexit. That's I'm sorry? Brexit. That's the big word. Brexit. This is about Britain exiting the European Union. Oh, oh and, okay. Uh, and got this it. is what's driving mortgage rates right now. So at least, at least for the last week or so, and especially today. So there was a poll um, that's, uh, that was out in, in Britain, and there still seems to be something of a majority of – the residents are interested in exiting the European Union. Oh, yeah. They're upset with what's going on there and, and afraid that, that all the troubles in in, uh, in Europe as part of being a member of the EU will pull them down right along with it. Mm-hmm. So there's about uh, a whole uh, 50-50 on economists whether or not they agree that that will happen or not. But um, the, the latest poll this morning sent our bond markets into a, into a free fall, which puts upward uh, pressure on interest rates. By midday, it had reversed course again, and we're back to uh, about flat for the flat for the day. Um, the 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 thinking is that if Britain does indeed vote to leave the European Union, uh, that that reduces the risk of the Fed increasing interest rates in one of their their next meetings coming up. Mm-hmm. So so the fact that that's going on is is. Um, Giving the bond market something to worry about—that's sort of what you know what we're dealing with. And but, that's one of their favorite things to do is worry. Well, that's it. The bond markets are driven by fear. It's pretty much mm-hmm. fear of inflation or anything that can cause inflation is is what's going to put upward pressure on interest rates. So the 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 final analysis today: thirty-year fixed rate conventional conforming rates. We're still hovering right around three point seven five percent. Thirty-year fixed jumbo uh, about the same, some possibly even a little bit lower. 15-year fixed rates around 3%. And um, and if you want a, like a really low payment and you, you're looking for jumbo lending, any loan amount over $417,001, uh, some of the ARM loans are sort of interesting right now. A 7-1 ARM, which is a 30-year mortgage fixed for seven years, mm-hmm. jumbo, the rate today was 2.875%. So under three uh, percent for uh, uh, for loans, jumbo loans up to uh, about three million dollars. So good good timing with rates. Are there mortgages larger than three million? Well, sure. And what? Yeah. Are, so if those are jumbo, yeah. What, what do they call what, it? Magnum. What, 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 like, what, what's the name of a loan over three million? <laughs> I want to know because you know, like you go to Starbucks yeah. and you order, the, you know, right? There's your short, sort of a your venti, your, uh, I guess the yeah, Trente venti. now, which is ridiculous, like totally ridiculous. I can't oh, believe I didn't how even hear big about that. that. Oh, Thirty ounce, I would Lord. guess. If, uh, if venti yeah, is high, I'll just be floating it's a, down the it's street. It's a wine bottle. Oh wow! Yeah. Holy cow! There you I go. I know. 
It's crazy. ridiculous. Okay. Well, yeah, no. That, so what do they call we, those? Uh, we just call them jumbo, but they're just really, really but big not jumbo. Jum- but you said jumbo up to $3 million. Yeah, well, that's just for this particular loan program at okay. 2.875. I think you we can should get, start calling them magnums. Even. Okay, for a magnum <laughs> loan today, you can get... Yeah, exactly. I want to meet the person who, need, who <laughs> needs a Magnum. That's absolutely right. Yeah. And then I'll buy him a Magnum wine bottle. Yeah, we're obviously hanging out in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah, so <laughs> but uh, they're out there. They're, they're, definitely, <laughs> they're definitely out there. Then we go all the way down to what we would uh, in the lending refer to as a Happy Meal loan, you know, which are the you know, first, first-time home buyer loans. You know, Come with nuggets. Yeah, they, they come with uh, a small fry. <laughs> as long as they're and, not my yeah. cat nuggets. Yeah, but, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not sure how we got there, but we definitely did. So with that meal. with that said, yeah. <laughs> speaking of that, tell us about the real estate market. What's going on there? Well, no, I'll tell no you what. There. It's, uh, it's still on fire. Uh, we had, uh, because of the holiday, and I hope people had a fantastic holiday time. Um, I know it was... Memorial Day is not necessarily supposed to be all... Ha- all these people are like, oh, happy Memorial Day. And it's like, well, it's actually supposed to be... A little somber, you know, given mm-hmm. what it's about. Absolutely. Um, but lots of people do go out and have a good time. But um, we, were, we were having our meeting. Normally, we do a Monday meeting with my team. So, mm-hmm. of course, with the holiday, we had to bump that out. And, uh, oh, my gosh, we were just in and, you know, talking about all the things that are going on and thinking about what's happening. And as you know, I'm going on a trip soon, mm-hmm. right? I'm leaving in a couple of weeks, and I'll be gone about two and a half weeks. So the team were discussing all the listings we have coming on, mm-hmm. which for us, wonderful, because I'm going to tell you, there's still a massive shortage of right. inventory out there. Right. And even all throughout the weekend, just chatting with people, they, we were discussing the issues that are going on and difficulties people are having. A and, lot of frustration with, with yeah. people trying to trying to yeah. have their offer accepted. Yeah, frustration all over the place. And I was actually, um, since I was working this weekend, I was also doing a lot of reading and whatnot. And it's not just here. Like, we keep thinking that it's maybe a Seattle function, right? right? right. But um, Lawrence Yun, who is the NAR, or National Association of Realtors, chief economist, Mm -hmm. uh, in the most recent magazine that came out that's for all the realtors across the nation, there's about uh, 1.3 million uh, realtors now. And we hit our peak in 2006 before when mm-hmm. they when they broke a million for the first time ever. Right, in terms every of family had a realtor in it. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm always going to correct you on that because there's three million agents mm-hmm. nationally. Oh, you're saying realtor with a capital this is R? Realtor. This is membership. In you the can't exclusive. say realtor and mean all agents. Okay. All realtors are agents, but not all agents are realtors. Okay, so there's a difference. It's a membership organization. We're held to a code of ethics, right. which, frankly, you can see some of the people who don't hold themselves to a code of ethics. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. A lot of us get kind of consternated about Boy, that. Boy, Ross, Mary, she got all fired up over that one, didn't she? Yeah. Just yeah. a bit. Yeah. Well, it, because it, it's a distinction. It's a real distinction. Oh, and I've been a proud realtor for 13 years, right. and for good reason. And a lot of the agencies around here require it. Got and it. again, for good reason, because when you have the folks who are a little more on the questionable side of things, or you get all these newbies in mm-hmm. who don't know what's going on, you want to have another thing besides just the lowest common denominator of yeah, law and the MLS rules to abide by. So anyhow, these guys, and that's the thing, agents across the nation aren't the ones running all the statistics. The association is. Part of our membership dues goes towards them doing research all the time. So sure. Lawrence put uh, a lot of this together and... Just on a national basis, I mean, we've been talking about what the the rates are here in terms of uh, supply and demand, 
And across the nation, we've been running into the same issue where if you looked at numbers uh, a year ago, let's see, the median number of days on home, days on market uh, has fallen from uh, more than half over the last four years. It was from 98 days to 46 days. Hmm. And in many areas of our Seattle market, we're sub one month. Right. Right. So this is actually becoming a big problem. Part of this article also was really getting into the fact that it's um, housing shortage because of the lack of inventory, not from resale, but new construction. Mm-hmm. And it kind of killed me because the name of his article was, if you build it, they will come. And what we're going to do a show in the future about this, um, talking about the the points that he makes in this article because he's talking about, hey, builders, you got to get your act together. People need this and we need to get the prices down. I don't see that happen in Seattle for a price adjustment. That's not what they're going to be into it for. They're, they're, they're making really good money right now. But we'll talk about that another time. And when we get back, we'll be talking to Four Generals Brain. Thanks for listening to Open House with Team Reba. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. We do it. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And Reba Haas from Team Reba. Well, today we have, a, we have a guests with us from Four Generals Brewing. So again, Ross Hudspeth and yep. Mary Hudspeth, welcome, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, good. Well, tell us a little bit about your, about your, your, uh, your business. Well, I've been uh, a home brewer for many years, and it got to the point where I was tired of giving my beer away. So I said, well, I would, I would be tired of that probably all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it got to the point where anytime people found out I had beer, it was gone. I went, okay, well, that's, that's great. I wanted some of that for myself. <laughs> <laughs> got it. So uh, I said, let's go pro. And I tried to do it out of a garage-based brewery. Uh, that fell through with a business partner. And mm-hmm. I said, well, let's do it the right way. Let's open our actual storefront in downtown Renton, where I've always wanted to be. I made Renton my home. I grew up in Kirkland, and uh, I really felt at home in Renton. Um, so I uh, said, let's do it. Let's do it in Renton. Let's find a good spot to do it here. And so we're right downtown in the original city hall, uh, yes. which is really cool. Original, original. So give everyone the address because there are people like it's, I live in Renton and some people are like, oh, the old city hall. And I'm like, wait, where the Christian school is now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear, that, I, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I hear that one often. Uh, yeah. People are going, oh, yeah, how are you going to do that? No. So no, it's 229 Wells Avenue South. It's uh, right. Uh, 1926 is when the building was built, mm-hmm. so it's right in old downtown Renton. Yeah, I've been driving by, and that's been a very interesting project. So the the owner of the building, you guys were at it. So when you and I met, I think the two of you were at a function together. At the mayor's breakfast. Yes, yes at mayor's mm-hmm. breakfast. And uh, so that's when we got our introduction. How did you come to meet that person? Well, we've been looking at the place across the street from the Whistle Stop that's now a tattoo parlor. Oh, parlor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then, it used to be a metal shop. It's right next to a place I used to get my hair done. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then also at the old Renton Westernware building. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. neither of those were really giving us what we wanted. Right. Um, it had the location, but it just didn't have – there's something wrong with the building. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Mary and I here were actually walking back to – I want to say we were going to the Berliner or something. I, I don't mm-hmm. recall. And we saw the building we're in now, and we went, whoa. When we looked in the windows, we went, old brick, exposed rafters. Yeah. This really has the feel of Renton since it was a yeah. logging town back in the day. It was a coal mining mm-hmm. town. 
So we really, really liked that. It had that good feel. It had a lot of history to it. Um, mm -hmm. It's got a little plaque out front uh, saying that it is the original Renton City Hall. Excellent. So you met the owner. How they, like you tracked him down? Like you stalked him? There, and... there was a big phone number in the window. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. It's as awesome. easy as that. <laughs> having, you're having to do some pretty major renovations there, though, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, when yeah. we first went in, the only uh, walls in there was the original women's jail cell. Not the men's. The men's is next door. I and hope then, you oh, kept good that. Times. Oh, yes. We, we, yeah. have, we have the door that oh, we're good. using. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We, we had to push it back, uh, I don't know, eight feet or so because of ADA compliance for the bathroom. That's where sure. the bathroom's mm -hmm. located. Yeah. But So that's our back office. It's, wait, 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 wait. The bathroom is, is in the jail in, stall? In front, it's in the jail stall, but it's in front of the jail door. So you can get to it. But I it see. Is, it is I in see. the old women's jail. Okay, you can't like lock the door until you're yeah, done no. or something like that. Well, you that. can lock the door with a little, little right. key, the monitor. Call <laughs> <laughs> the key. Call the drunk tank. <laughs> there, that's right, exactly. <laughs> I like that. So there's Very that. Cool. And then one other little tiny room that uh, just led into the corridor, and it's been walled off since then. Yeah. Uh, and so now we've got a bunch of walls. We've got ceilings in the brewery area. We had to do a two-hour burn room for everything, which was mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm big thick piece of glass and burn rated doors and double layer sheetrock and inspections. Really? And, oh yeah. yeah. Because, so, because it's a working brewery, but yeah. Is, or is that the reason? The reason I was given is because we went into a two story, two story building mm -hmm. and there's a business on top of us. Yeah. And oh, it's alcohol. Right. And I said, ah, I well, it. have you ever seen beer catch on fire? And they said, it doesn't matter. It's alcohol. It's pretty much right. mostly water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. For crying out loud. Okay. Well, that's, huh. I figured maybe you're going to say it's because you're fire brewed or something like that. Yeah. We went to an electric system because of that, hoping to get away from the two hour burn. Right. So it's all electric. So it's digitally controlled. There's no open flame like there would be on a natural gas or propane system, which mm -hmm. is what a lot of home brewers use and a lot of smaller brewers use. Got it. Uh, so that was definitely an option until we realized, oh, we don't want to do that for the fire, fire room. Oh, interesting. interesting. Wow. Does, does that also, I'm going to go off on a different tangent. Does that also impact how you get insured? As That's a commercial a business? That's a great question. I'm sure it does, but I don't know the answer. <laughs> okay. Just out, I'm just curious. If you're you'll talking know, to your insurer about that. You'll know when you that. get the bill. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I, we have the bill. I have no mm -hmm. idea if it's in line for other things or not. Our contractor says it's roughly what he's paying a month, so I don't think it's yeah. too crazy. It's always worth asking your insurer just to say, by the way, did you happen to know this? Because, it, you know, I, I just know from the real estate side of things, if I'm talking to a client about buying a place... There's lots of different things that will impact their insurance rate. Like and when I bought my house and they said, are you going to take that wallpaper down? And I said, yes, I am. They said, okay, we'll give you a cheaper quote. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, I don't know about wallpaper, but usually it's things like, you know, deadbolts, how close you are to a fire station, how close you are to a, you know, one of the things, the hydrant out in the street, whether or not, you know, there's all kinds wallpaper. of other stuff. I've a wallpaper, I can't even begin one. to think. I think yeah, it's because it, it was extremely ugly. I was going to say, was there pornography on it or something? No, it was like old newspaper ads, but it only had like six different ones so it repeated over and oh, over. Oh, yeah. you just said it, it annoyed the uh, insurance I, I guess, inspector yeah. probably. Yeah. Interesting. So back to your brewery, okay. though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to know about the beer you're brewing. Tell yes. us about it. Well, we started brewing with an ESB. And I went for just a really light, easy batch for my very first test batch. Um, I hit 92% efficiency, which is huge. Efficiency is where you're at in this, this game. So that was really awesome. Uh, once I get the glycol system, which is how you cool the tanks up, I'm going to get a pale ale brewed, an IPA brewed, a cascading dark ale brewed, Yum. and a Scottish red brewed. Uh, before I do that, I'm going to also brew a Goza, which is a uh, sour, salty, right. uh, coriander, German beer. 
And that one we're not going to temperature control from it because kind of the original style. Some people say, yeah, you do. Some people say you don't. So we're just going to let it go do its thing. Uh, I've done it before homebrewing, and it's delicious that way. So we'll have uh, five or six to start with. So how to, tell me tell me sort of describe how your beers compare to um, you know others that we might see out there. So I've always been of the philosophy of keeping my beers a little bit lower in alcohol. I don't want to get people just messed up. That's mm-hmm. I don't even drink when I brew. Man, I like beer, but it's it's something to be enjoyed. It's not something to abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really try to balance my beers as well. So the malt and the hops balance really well, and they play with each other. Um, I don't. I love big hoppy IPAs, but at the same time, I love a good balanced IPA. Mm-hmm. It's more drinkable. I'm with you like that. Yeah. yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah. yeah. The big yes. hoppy ones, they're fun. And I'm not saying I won't do it. But for the main ones we normally have, balance is key. So how? So in that location, how many can you be doing at any one time? I've got 16 tap handles. So I'll be able to serve 16 different beers. Okay. Uh, I will have six tanks, uh, fermenter tanks eventually. I've got four right now. Okay. Uh, two are in there right now. Two come in at the end of the week. So I'll be able to do uh, four different types at any one time. Plus, I've got a couple small fermenters that I had during home brewing, so mm-hmm. I'll be able to do kind of a, a fifth style, but that's a lot smaller. So I'll use that for right. the goes and the sour and stuff. That way I don't have to worry about contaminating the big ones. Right. Okay, so you talked about you started out as a home brewer, but do you, did you have certain knowledge in this area? Did you go to school? It was, it, was it really just a hobby? I mean, cause there's tons of people that started out as a hobby and just. So my buddies and I, we all got around one I mean, day. Dogfish and, head brewing is almost a perfect example. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we got around, we were uh, sitting around drinking some beers one day and I was 21 and <laughs> like sure how you you point that. Yeah. We, should, we should point out Mary is his mother. It's amazing how he quickly kind of glanced at her as he said yeah. that. <laughs> It's not illegal to buy the ingredients if you're under 21. But well, there no, you I go. Was, there you go. <laughs> so we're sitting around one day and we're drinking beer and we're going, man, we can do better than this. There's all these breweries out there. I mean, they're doing better than this. It was, it was a commercial beer, but it wasn't a great commercial beer. We're going, this is, yeah, let, let's do this. So uh, one of my buddies had a brew your own plastic plastic uh, five-gallon bucket kit thing where you do it on the home stove and we made a sure. mess and it smelled like hops in the whole house and oh i bet <laughs> yeah and we put it in bottles and we used table sugar to prime it for the um carbonation factor sure. and we didn't realize you're not supposed to use table sugar luckily none of the bottles oh, exploded gosh. but the yeah. sugar didn't really dissolve so the yeast had nothing to eat so it didn't really carbonate kind of did we waited our two weeks and we pop open a bottle and like wow this is disgusting <laughs> so we drank another this isn't one. how it's supposed to be yeah. yeah so we drank another one and by the third or fourth one it had alcohol on it so you're like yeah this is great uh, oh, no. i'm having another one um and pretty quickly i got bored of not knowing what i was doing so i went down to larry's brewing supply there in tuckwilla now mm-hmm. and i took a home brewing class uh, brewing 101 and i learned how to do the basics cleaning uh i think we did extract brewing in that class maybe it was uh, brewing a bag all grain brewing started doing that and the beer started getting better. I went, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, at the same time, I went from five gallons to 10 gallons, um, and I went to all grain. So I just started doing it like a bigger brewery would do it, and I just was fascinated. I got every book I could find on brewing, home brewing, commercial brewing, all the sorts of stuff, read them, read them all. Didn't necessarily understand them all, but mm-hmm. read them. Uh, and then I went and took 102 brewing class down there, which they offered, which uh, the guy who taught that, Nick, he's actually one of the guys helping me at the brewery, um, just kind of looking over everything. And he is an amazing brewer. 
he's put a lot of great help in for me and looking at recipes and stuff going, yep, this looks great. I'll maybe tweak this a little bit. And because of him, are I you became, paying him a consulting fee? Just in beer. Okay, there, <laughs> there you go. go. Well, that's just good. in home brew. I should specify, yes. not in beer brewed at the commercial location. There you go. Yes, I'm sure that's a you know important it's, distinction. It's, I I, uh, I live for a for a period of time in England, and uh, across the the lane from from where I lived in a very small village was a 500 year old pub, and uh, and so there, you know, the big the big tap handles, those aren't just tap handles cooked to co2 that's a pump yep a beer yeah, engine. that pumps that beer up from mm-hmm. you know from and the it's cellar wonderful it's absolutely magical mm-hmm. have you it's been so to good. machine house brewing here in seattle mm-hmm. 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 yep same same sort of yeah same thing and uh but but I'm, I'm i'm happy to hear that you've got maybe looking leaning more towards a more balanced type of beer because i think there is a trend locally here to just to overpower everything with with hops yes. and it can be to the point where it's hardly even drinkable well, yeah, Mary yeah. here, she hated IPAs, and she, for the mm-hmm. longest time, would look at the IBU and be like, oh, I don't want that one. Yeah. There's too many it's like IBUs. like 30. 30's my limit. I can't go any higher. And then I started trying well-balanced beers, mm-hmm. and now IBU doesn't mean much as long as it's balanced. There you go. Um, and yeah. they, there's some amazing beers out there. That's that's really cool. I, I, I remember I was uh, visiting one pub there, and... and uh, in England, there's most pubs are owned by a, a big brewing company, and then but they're also I think by law have to have a, a local, uh, a local brew, which would be like a craft brew would be, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're over and sampling. We go in order a have have a pint of your local, and uh, you know my friend takes a sip. He goes, "Where's this from? Where's the, where's the local from?" The guy goes, "Oh, it's right across the street." And he says. Boy, sure doesn't travel very well, does it? <laughs> oh, oh. So glad that nice. glad that yours. Hopefully, yours travels well. So that's that's good to know. I hope so too, but uh, yeah. it's probably not going to have to travel much farther than the tap room. Well, well, excellent. Well, uh, when we come back, we're going to have more mm-hmm. with Four Generals Brewing. This is a live call-in show too. Call us at eight six six seven one two thirteen hundred if you have questions for our guests. Stay tuned for more with Open House with Team Reba. Got a question? Call it in, 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba. And I'm Eric Ostinus from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, you are. Where every week at 3 o'clock, every Tuesday, we bring you information on the local real estate market and finance and mm-hmm. always have on uh, special guests to tell mm-hmm. us what's going on in our local communities. Yeah, lots of interesting stuff. And I love it because uh, we have five different segments that we tend to, to go towards. We have our investor angle and the real estate insider, uh, green and building. And then there's also uh, for basically entertainment sure. you know, things going on because there's also regional impact so you guys aren't necessarily considered regional impact or um, impact but yes exactly <laughs> and i'm hoping that we're going to have a regional uh set of people coming to your location because i can already tell you right now i know there's going to be people from tequila i know there's people from burian and newcastle i'm mostly worried about running out of beer yeah yeah, yeah. okay so um so we were talking about, you know, how you make the beers and all that kind of good stuff. But I, I want to ask the question of, I know you, we know why you said you wanted to choose Renton because you, you felt a vibe there and you liked it. But talk to me about how this is going to be set up. Because when, when we first met, there was a conversation about, 
yes, we're going to do this, but we, we aren't going to be like a restaurant. Because when someone hears, oh, a brewery is opening, they're probably thinking like Elliott Bay or like you mentioned, you know, Whistle Stop. They might think of it more like a pub or something like that. What's the setup going to be? We um, are in 1,450 square feet, so it's not mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. The brewery takes up two-thirds of it, about I'm guessing, that, yeah. about two-thirds of it. And then the front is the tap room. And yeah. in the tap room, we will be serving our beers. We'll be serving cider, um, water, and then because we're huge fans, sparkling water. Um, that we make in-house. That we make in-house, yeah. Oh, in, really? In-house nice. sparkling water. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love sparkling water. I'll try that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we are going to have seven tables, if I'm counting correctly, um, and a bar and standing area. But we are not providing any food. However, we have so many wonderful restaurants within mm-hmm. a two to three block radius. And yeah. people are more than welcome to buy food there, bring it in. We'll have menus on site that you can order from, um, hoping to set up some delivery service with them. Mm-hmm. And bring your food in. Come spend some time with us. See, and that's what I think is interesting because World of Beers yep. did something similar over at the landing. And frankly, for me, that was kind of a cool thing to have available because... Yeah, sorry, love you, honey, but me and my husband don't always want the same thing to eat. <laughs> and it is a constant source of consternation for us if we go somewhere. I'm like, well, where do you want to go? And he, he always says, I'm more picky. I'm like, no, I have more options. You say it's more picky. I'm just like, I like more things. You have a narrow window of wings and tacos and pizza. <laughs> and like, I don't know why I'm the one who's picky. <laughs> so... <laughs> But okay. So I like that because then someone could bring pho or they could bring stuff from the the Berliner or, you know, wherever nearby. I mean, you mentioned or the local a, or the, the local. Stop. Yeah, there's yeah. tons or of different. Smoking Monkey Pizza. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The Barb- Burger Cedar place. River Barbecue. I was yeah. just going to yeah. say Cedar River. Yeah. 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 There's I mean, a there's lot of great so stuff. There, and and I've yet to f- yeah. And I've yet to find something down there that's not good. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm super excited because I think it'll bring a, a new little vibe in downtown and kind of a fun are you going to have any can you have outdoor seating at all so we actually it's a five by almost five by 22 feet long outdoor okay. seating um and we just got the permit from the city what no, a week ago. not yet oh we have to yet. submit our insurance have to submit the insurance okay. and that happens tomorrow and then okay. we get the permit from perfect okay all right no that's super cool i'm, but, I'm so excited because it's going into summertime and if the weather's like this well and ours is covered too so in the wintertime oh. when it's blowing nasty i've stood out front there and it's blowing and raining hard that's right i forgot about that yes. so we're gonna put a yeah. couple of heaters out there sweet yeah so yeah. it'll be nice in the summer it'll be nice in the winter time oh, i'm I mean, so excited i'm a pacific northwest native i like to drink outside when it's cold yeah yeah no i'm totally with you on that <laughs> and, one and you're open now right well no. hopefully we're shooting for july one. Oh, so july everyone one. who's been okay. asking we're shooting for july one mm-hmm. we'll okay. see we'll, we'll see that's one of the reasons we put them on the calendar because i think originally you had a potential for june and we put them on our calendar to be here to try and get that ready and boost it up Got and get it. people excited right. about it yep. but okay so maybe four weeks out then yeah. Um, okay. I'm at the point now where I'm about to start brewing all the beer for the opening. Okay. I have a couple little things to finish up in the brew house area, and then I'm going. You're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And what a good combination here, too, though. So, Ross, you know, obviously I can I can see it and, and hear it, and, and you're talking. This is your passion. Oh, yeah. This is something that, that you, were, you were born to do. And and it's it's great to see someone start a business which is in an area mm-hmm. that they, they truly love and are, are interested in or a student of. So then, Mary, where do you come in? You're you're the business brains uh, behind it. 
I'm partially the business brains. I am a retired teacher, Mm -hmm. and I taught at Redmond Elementary for 13 years. Got to mostly do math and science, which was wonderful. Excellent. Um, Wait, wait, wait. New math? (laughs) New, old, in between. Yeah. The the numbers work in the long run. Good. Okay. Um, But I've always loved... I've always loved numbers. I mean, that's always been my strong point. I used to work for a company way back in time in Seattle and Fremont area, and I basically did the books and so forth for them. So I thought, okay, I can figure this out. We can do this. Things have changed, but we can do this. And took a leave of absence originally to help out, and this is when it was going to be in the garage base, and it was going to be one or two days a week, no big deal, kind of enjoy retirement. Things have changed. Um, I'm now pretty much on full time. I'm going to be doing retirement. <laughs> yeah, retirement's <laughs> kind of out the window at this point. <laughs> Big trips are out the window. Yeah, but no, I'm um, basically running all the backside, the books, the managing, ordering that kind of thing. We'll be working out front, just pretty much doing whatever needs to be done. So it's truly um, a family business. It is a family business. The third partner is is my husband and Ross's father, who um, fortunately still has a day job. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and is yeah. helping to fund this. Okay, so that, that was the other thing I was curious about because when you start thinking about okay, you're in a commercial space and you're doing huge tenant improvements, and were those negotiated with your landlord or we got floor drains out of him? We got the floor polished, which isn't how mm-hmm. I wanted it, but it's fine. Um, we got a small stipend for electrical, small stipend for the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Par, half of the front, half of the, the front entrance. Yeah, half mm-hmm. of the front roll-up door mm-hmm. and a couple other little things. But other than that, okay. we've, we've done it. Oh, Pretty and much. he um, got the plumbing set for us, but not mm-hmm. anything installed, just dry set, basically. Right. Okay. So I, just as a real estate agent who I, I do some commercial um and it's it's never been like the major focus of my business, but I have done quite a few different commercial leases, and I wasn't sure what your background was, and it's it's uh, a pretty fantastic thing to have a landlord who's willing to take on a brand new business without you guys having had any prior experience in the area, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you had to probably show a lot of you know what your potential was and your because usually you have to be showing a business plan at that point, or did you have to do that? A very, or was very he just loose, someone? Yeah, very, very loose business plan. He, okay. uh, he mostly cares as long as we pay the rent on time every month. He doesn't care. Okay. We can, so. Right. Okay. Well, no, that's cool. So, I mean, can I ask how many years lease did you put in? Uh, five year. Five year. Five year. Okay. Yeah. All right. People get your booty down to Four Generals <laughs> Brewing when that sucker opens. Because one, oh, yeah. support a local business, support a family business, which I think, you know, we're, Eric and I are both big fans of that. We're all about that. Yeah, we're all about showing support and for love for that. And, of course, I'm on the business development committee for the chamber and and also working a lot of stuff in the downtown. So I'm personally thrilled as a resident of Renton. I'm so excited that there's going to be something new and interesting to come in that we can support and be part of. Um, so I just love that. But I also, I guess I love the fact that that landlord, given what you're describing of the tenant improvements that had to happen, I mean, what was what, when was the last time something was in there? Uh, A&M stamps. It was, I don't know, a year before we came in. It was, but they like, had like nothing. It was, was, done. It was, it was pretty done. much a shell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He stripped everything out and he took the tile floor out and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, I don't even remember what used to be in there. And it just kind of looked like this hole. Yeah. No, it was, it was <laughs> two old guys that sold stamps. Sold stamps. Yeah. Oh, so they still do that. Okay. Yeah. Or, or I guess maybe they don't now. Since well, it's not well there. one of them passed away. So, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The right. other one sold up and moved on. But it's a wonderful space. We walked in. I mean, honestly, the first time we walked in, Ross and I looked at it and we just were in awe. 
because of the old brick and the wood ceilings and it was just like we fell in love. It's like so, we have to figure this out. Okay, so I have to I have to bring this up and I know we're doing this stuff all in the air. People are probably gonna be thinking like, Oh my god, we're getting all down into rent and business and stuff but um have you talked to the people at the brick? The brick. Oh, I love this. Okay, so we're going to do a little introduction. So there's another new restaurant in Renton called The Brick. Okay. And they're going to love this. Um, so they just were at the SIF uh, Gala uh, opening night. And uh, so we're going to tie in a couple of other businesses that are down there. I love this. So Flour, Sugar, and More does the um, breads and whatnot for the brick. And so the brick is if you go up Sunset from where the landing is, like you're going up Sunset on the south side of the road, there's a gas station like partway up the hill. And they took over what used to be the Bullseye Saloon. Oh, I know exactly that. Yeah. Is. So the Brick has been open about six, seven months. And their whole thing is like an homage to the old brick facility in town and so they have all these cool old pictures and they local is like their big thing so flower sugar and more was opened by this really cool couple that um, originally moved up here from mexico city and so they've got this awesome bakery that's up behind or by the tea palace and then the brick just opened up so those two have kind of partnered together on some of their stuff but they're looking and i have them talking to cedar river sellers um, because it's the only local winery in renton and so you should definitely be talking to them about carrying some of your beer because that's totally what they're all about. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll make that connection for you. Yeah, at most great. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, cool, cool, cool stuff. But um, sorry, you're looking at it. No, no, no. <laughs> Eric's no, like, I, oh, my God, I'm, we've devolved into written. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about that. That's kind of cool. Carry, carry some of the local fare. I was just thinking, I, I'm in my mind, I'm daydreaming here. If I show up with my growler, you know, can you oh, yeah. Can you buy growlers? Oh, yeah. I'm assuming. Yep. Oh, yeah. I've got local, local growlers, and we're happy to fill your other growler. Yeah, yeah. Or sell yeah. Reuse, as long as it's clean, reuse, reuse. bring it yes. in clean. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. We've got like three or four of them at our house. So. And where's our sample? Where's our free sample here? <laughs> I know. So are, are you going to... still in the fermenter. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to do a grand opening? I think so. Yes, we will. I mean, we'll, we'll be doing a soft opening first to try and figure out what the what directions right. up. Obviously, yeah, yeah. You always um, have to do that to work the kinks out. Before exactly. You invite but no, we will sure be my doing payment a, system works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We will be doing a grand opening once we figure. I mean, our heads are still spinning. To be very honest, right. And, trying to figure everything out, and it's going to be wonderful and fun. Well, okay. You know, Reva, I'm thinking seven tables. Uh, this would be a good place for us to have a first-time <gasps> homebuyer class. Yeah. yeah. Huh? We could we could pair That's up. That's a great idea. So now we're going to be talking about FHA loans and match that up with a nice where IPA. This, where and, was this uh, class when I bought my house? Well, obviously. <laughs> We've been uh, teaching them for years. Unfortunately, we didn't capture you. Absolutely. I know. Bummer. I know. Oh, well, there's still time, though. There's still time. There's lots of new people. We can make it work out. Well, stay tuned as we come back with more with Ross and Mary with Four Generals Brewing on KKOL Business Radio 1300. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Eric Ostas from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. And Reba Haas from Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. That's right. And with us, we have Ross and Mary Hudspeth with Four Generals Brewing from Renton, Washington, getting ready for their grand opening. 
in early July, right? That's the plan. Excellent, excellent. So tell us, where did the name come from, Four Generals? The long story, uh, originally it was four of us sitting around the back deck trying to figure out how to make beer. Uh, and then everyone else dropped out. They realized that making beer was a silly and not very um, fruitful endeavor. And I stuck with it. And my good buddy Matt actually came up with the idea that four generals is the four main ingredients, which is perfect. It works well. Um, it follows the German purity laws, which I don't necessarily follow those. I do other things sometimes, but I really like the idea. You've got the four main ingredients, it's the four generals of the beer. Also, you've seen our logo. We've got the four mountains around here, and those are all mountains. I've hiked, climbed, camped. So you got Olympus, Baker, Adams, and Rainier. Oh, that's cool. Very okay, cool. I like that too. Nice. And they kind of define what our we're trying to do for our selling area. Excellent. So you've, you've uh, so tell us, the, so the four generals are? Water, malt, hops, and yeast. There you go. Didn't he just say that? No, he, he didn't. didn't say oh, it. Oh, okay. He, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess because we talked yeah. about it during the break. <laughs> right, right. That's why I was like, wait, so, wait. You know what? And it's also because I'm sitting here typing on Twitter. Talk, talk, <laughs> tell me a little bit about, because I, um, you know, having lived in Europe for a little while, the, the German purity laws, mm-hmm. which are pretty interesting, actually. They are. They originally were, uh, they didn't include yeast because they didn't know about it. And then they finally figured out, oh, yeast. So they added that to it. Yeah. And it's just been a way to keep their beer pure. Unfortunately, it's kind of limited them in some ways, though. So mm-hmm. their styles are very strict. Right. Which is right. something I like about here is we've really been able to expand that. And you can add other things to beer. Uh, spruce tip beer, for example. If you don't have hops, you can use spruce tips and give it a little extra flavor. And I don't know how much they... Oh, uh, I have to be careful around stuff like that. Hmm? I'm, I'm allergic to trees. Oh. And so I found out... Don't, uh, don't go hiking. No. Well, it's no, I, yeah. it's one of those things, though, that I found out. So, like, I like martinis, and I used to drink gin martinis. I do, too. And then I started getting massive headaches from them, and well, it wasn't sure because of over-imbibing. It was I, – I discovered it was because of the juniper. Mm-hmm. And so I have to now just do vodka. I'm sorry. Gin is delicious. <laughs> but not when it gives you a screaming headache. Maybe. You know, you yeah. just have to make a decision sometimes. <laughs> and you've got all those bot- botanicals in there that can mess with you. Right, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that that will be one for me to maybe watch out if you're if you're doing something like that. But when okay, so when you go outside of your four generals, does that mean you'll call it like the lieutenant or have other <laughs> names for it? Or like, oh this is you know, this is Klinger over <laughs> here. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be special reserve. <laughs> <laughs> who who is the little nerd on mash with the glasses? Radar. 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 There you go. Yeah. You have a radar. Yeah. <laughs> radar the O'Reilly. O'Reilly beer? That's, yeah. that's the O'Reilly. I like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm yeah. on a tangent again. It's okay. it's really not a military thing, even though we do support the military. I know, Everyone just... in our family has been in the military, it seems like. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. We've got them in every generation mm-hmm. of my family. I've got several right now that are that are uh, in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband was Air Force, so yep, my dad, and was grandfather, too. and uncle, and, yeah, and uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We've had, I think, everyone but uh, Marines. My bass player is a Marine vet from uh, Vietnam. But anyway, okay, very cool. Going well, off again, especially day after Memorial Day. Nothing yes. wrong with that. It's yeah. appropriate. Oh, it's appropriate. Yeah, Thank you for your service, everyone. That's right. Absolutely. Well, excellent. How how big are your is your your operation? How many gallons can you brew at any given time? So I can do 120 gallons at one time, which is about three and a half barrels, uh, barrels, 31 gallons. So that's kind of how we measure it in the bigger volumes there. Uh, my fermenters are 10-barrel uni tanks, so I can do three batches uh, into one of those 10-barrel uni tanks and come out at just over 10 barrels, finished product, because you got some trub loss and stuff with the yeast and whatnot. So I will be able to do, uh, once I get all six tanks in, um, almost 1,600 barrels a year, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not that much. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it puts me out of the nano category for sure into mm-hmm. the micro. But uh, 60,000 barrels a year is macro. We have one macro brewery in Washington that's Red Hook. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is doing mm-hmm. less than that. So I'm, I'm there just kind of on the, the low end of that. What are numbers. the what are the stats? You know, if you look at Washington State, how many how many breweries are there in the state roughly? Uh, last time I checked, I think it was two forty three, but I could be way off. It's, it's oh, always fewer than the wineries, though. Oh yeah, the wineries yeah. have exploded to way over five hundred. Yeah, I don't that. even know where they're at. Alone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it was it's so funny though because I remember drinking. My, so I moved here from the Midwest in uh, nineteen eighty nine. And I, I used to hate beer, hated beer, and partly because we were just surrounded by PBR. <laughs> well, that wasn't what Probably. I was thinking. No, I grew up in Kansas, so we were surrounded by Coors and Budweiser. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, literally yeah. squeezed between the two, which I think bleh, on both of them. You know, sorry, honey, I know you love your Coors Light, but um, anyhow, uh, that's his that's his sparkling water, by the way. Mm-hmm. That is, is, his version of sparkling like water. water. <laughs> it is a sparkling water. Yeah. That's precisely right. But I came out here, and a friend of mine who was into all like the microbrewers introduced me to them, and suddenly I was like, "Hi!" Like porters and uh, IPAs and all these other, you know, like I'm a big fan of like a, a brown ale. So, did you ever see the almost live skit from about that era where they're making fun of microbrew, going, "Oh, it's so thick and big. oh no, oh, you should look that up." It's okay, I will. I will. It's I will. Spot on. Oh man, I just I came out here and I just suddenly discovered what was like nectar of the gods for me. So then every time I had to fly back and visit my family, it was like it took fifteen years for them to even have microbrews show up there. So my sister went to school in New York and the first time I went there, um we went to this restaurant called the Wheat Fields and it was really good and everything there had something wheat in it and I said, Oh man, I'd love a good Hefeweizen and the waitress looks at me and she's like, What's a Hefeweizen? So, mm-hmm. Oh gosh. So give me something <laughs> local from a, a microbrewery and she says, Well we have Red Hook. And I said, no, Red Hook's from yeah, where I'm it's from. not local. Yeah. Oh, well, they have the one in Boston or wherever it is. And okay, oh my so God. that was a local <laughs> microbrewery. We went back four years later for graduation, and there was two breweries in town? I think two in town, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And making good beer. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. really cool mm-hmm. to see explosion over there. Yeah. And that was four well, or five years ago. It was exploding for a while here, and then it really, you know, pardon the pun, but it tanked oh, for yeah. a little while. And it, so do you have any, like, what caused that shift? Any that idea? is a great question, but out of that shift, uh, small microbreweries my size were able to succeed, but a lot of them failed at that point. Okay. So you had the guys who, like Red Hook and Hales mm-hmm. Ales, that were big enough they could get through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of tanked, and then it came back, and I, I don't know what brought that back, but I know if I'd started what I'm doing now mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I wouldn't have succeeded. Wouldn't have made it. Yeah. yeah. It's a different attitude. So it wasn't just recession, because that was actually one of the things, like, during the recession. People drink more. Yeah, yeah exactly. They love to that drink was more. exactly it. They were like, oh, life sucks. I drink Yeah, but they're probably not, <laughs> they're probably not drinking expensive, micro you know, higher quality or higher premium type, type things. They're, they're well, look at the, the Great Depression and mm. Prohibition, yeah. where the government was poisoning sure. the really crappy stuff, and people would still drink it and die. <laughs> Good point. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that was something I didn't know. Oh, yeah. All right. Sounds depressing, though. Let's go on to something more. (laughs) (laughs) I I totally get your your not liking beer, though, because I also did not like beer for years. Yeah. And we moved to Germany. So that was Mm. kind of my, oh, there's something more. There's some good stuff I mean, because I grew up with, you know, Rainier and Olympia growing up here. And not to knock them, but 
Oh, no, it's, yeah. it's there's just, such, it's, a, it's, there's really such can, a difference. It can't be compared if, if yeah. you're in Germany no. or Belgium or England oh, no. or no. Right. Scotland, yes. There. Well, okay. and the yeah. same thing. Well, not so much Scotland. The same thing. Oh, there's some good good beers yeah. in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Or, Orkney <laughs> Brewing and, and fine fine ales. And, there's, there's, a, yeah. there's, a, there's a few out there. Yeah. Okay. No, no so we, we've only got a couple minutes left. So I want to make sure that people, if they're wanting to find you, because it's going to be a few weeks before you open, but we were talking about this earlier as most people who listen to the show or who have been on the show know I, I tend to start harping on people about their social media, um, especially because, like, for you guys, you need to get a build up, right? So you don't have Twitter yet, but we've started some hashtags for you. Uh, your website is in process, but you're on Facebook, which is probably the number one place you could be right now, yep, right? We're on Facebook, and we're also on Beer Advocate. Okay. Which Excellent. is kind of a, a beer drinker's geeky place to go to rate beers, look at beers. Um, it's one of those fun Okay, so all you geeky beer lovers go there, but the rest of us go to Facebook. To Facebook, <laughs> yeah. And and there's usually new things going up pretty much every day on Facebook. Okay, good. Because yeah. I have seen some of the process of how things are coming along is on there. So if you want, if people want to follow what's happening and see your story, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. And you'll be posting when you have your open. Oh, Most yes. definitely. Oh, yes. Yeah. You'll be okay. on Twitter too. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you send out a pretty fantastic invite and, and let us know how we can also help, uh, you know, drive some success towards that opening week. I'm hoping, hopefully you'll have like a whole week of events. Oh, I know how I'm going to help that. drive success. On that <laughs> well, besides, week. you know, bending an elbow, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, I'm with you on that one. We will definitely be there. We will love to well, see visit it. visit Ross and Mary on fourgenerals.com. And uh, thank you all both for joining us. Really glad to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having us. All thank right. Join us again next week, Open House of Team Reba, every Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at TeamReba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.